I can never keep it reined in for any reason, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I still went out with my with my gold pace, and um, everything was going just fine. But the further it went, the hotter it got, and started to get a little depleted. And about mile 18, I found myself standing in one spot, just walking around in a circle, trying to get these cramps out of my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Extra <laughs> so, miles, man. <laughs> right on. You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to the Run the Riot podcast. I hope you're listening while running. I hope you're running right now. I hope you're sweating. Hope you're having a good time. (laughs) Don't fall, though. All right. Well, today on the Run the Riot podcast, we have Oklahoma's own Marcus Tubbs. Many of you around here know Marcus from running fast at the Outlaw 100, and uh, he's a good guy, strong runner. You'll get a kick out of this episode. But before we get started... Uh, This podcast is brought to you by Runner's World Tulsa. Man, you need shoes to run? Go to Runner's World Tulsa. You need a pack to run? Runner's World Tulsa. You need nutrition? You need electrolytes? You need socks? You need a treadmill that's that's, uh, uh, (laughs) that also do altitude training for you? Go to Runner's World Tulsa. Man, uh, whatever you need for running, man, they've got it. So uh, check it out, man. Go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com. Dot com. Go talk to Kathy and, and the whole crew out there, man. They'll help you out. They're good people. They're runners themselves. And uh, they'll get you the right shoes. They'll get you the right, get, get you whatever you need. So check out Runners World Tulsa. Also, we're brought to you by the Outlaw Race Series, man. The flagship race is the Outlaw 100. It's going to be coming up in February. Yeah. You need to check that out. There's the Outlaw 100, the 135, and they've got a whole bunch of other distances. Um, Man, you need to check out all the races that they put on. If you go to www.outlaw100.com, man, you can look at the Outlaw 100. You can look at the Flat Rock Triple Crown that includes the Winter Rock that's coming up January 2nd. There's still time. There's a 25K and 12K option for that one. There's the Lake McMurtry Run, the Flower Moon, Dark and Dirty, Thunderbird, and I just ran the Thunderbird. Thunderbird 50K, great races put on by great people. Man, they'll take care of you. Uh, Check that out. Go to the Outlaw Race Series. And we are also brought to you by T8.Run. The letter T, the number 8.Run. It's gear for ultra runners. That's designed by ultra runners. And their flagship product are the Commando Shorts. They're guaranteed to keep you chafe-free, and I promise these things will work, man. They are great. I love them. I've got two more pair coming. Um, You run a lot. You sweat a lot. You chafe a lot, unless you do something about it, and uh, these commando shorts will take care of you. They've also got some Sherpa shorts and some other things that you can order. Go to t8.run, and if you use the code 50-runtheriot, and you get a discount. So check that out. And last but not least, if you go to the website, www.runtheriot.run, we got a Patreon link. I uh, appreciate you guys who've joined the Patreon club. Uh, and it's just throwing a few bucks uh, the way of the podcast to say that you're partnering with it. Um, and I understand not everybody can do that. It's tough times right now. It's Christmas time. That's all good. But hey, you can go and uh, rate the podcast. That's a help. Leave a leave a review, five star review. Yeah, like a five star restaurant. You know, you feel like you're being treated to a five star restaurant when you listen to the Run the Riot podcast. <laughs> not not really, but whatever. Uh, you can support the podcast, guys, by doing that. Sharing sharing what you like on social media. Saying, hey, I like this podcast. The host is goofy. I don't know. Put it out there, man. Um, but thank you for listening. All right. Well, you're like, shut up, David. Let's get, let's get the podcast going. Well, let's do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from Oklahoma, Marcus Tubbs. Welcome to the Run the Riot podcast, and today we've got a got a guy I met through the internet, heard a lot about, and uh, we hadn't got to meet yet, and so we're we're looking at each other right now on a computer screen, and we're going to get to know each other live on the air. Uh, welcome to the program, Marcus Tubbs. Thank you very much, man. This is quite an honor. I really appreciate you reaching out to me, and I've looked yeah, forward man. to meeting you. Well, same same here, man. And uh, I know um, I think. Y- 
you got on my radar from um, from Jeremy was trying to 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 get me to go do the outlaw, and he said, "There's this guy who trains on the trails, and he's fast, and he's good." He said, "I th- I think you guys would have fun racing each other," and um and so I said, "Well, what's his name?" He's like, "Well, Marcus," and I was like, "All right, let me check him out." But the problem with outlaw is it's it's um. February 14th weekend, you know, it's like Valentine's weekend. And that's my anniversary weekend, too. And my wife's like, "Eh -eh." (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I hear you, man. I understand that one. No doubt. Yeah. So so you got a, you know, from Jeremy, you got a a, a great introduction. And, uh, you know, so, of course, I had to, you know, look you up and an ultra sign up. And I'm like, hey, yeah, he's he's a strong runner, man. Good. And then then we got to chatting a little bit on the Internet. And I was like, he seems like a good guy. Well, I appreciate the thought and the consideration. Definitely, (laughs) you should come down sometime and do some trainers with us out there. It's definitely some pretty country, rugged for sure. I appreciate Jeremy's comments, and they're sure a, definitely a good group. Him and, him and Alicia did really well at um, putting that whole event together, and really, really good for right here at home, especially. So. Yeah. So you live you live not far from uh from Roberts Cave uh, Park. Uh. Yes, uh, uh, Wilburton, Oklahoma. It's down here in southeastern Oklahoma. Just pretty country. Just you know, the park's really, really neat. Lived here all my life, basically, and just. Right out my back door, basically. So, really enjoy it out there. Oh, that, that, that's cool. So, uh, a lot of people when they, when they hear that, I, I, you know, I'm from Louisiana, and I, okay, Louisiana's flat. I'll say that. But when when people hear I'm from Oklahoma, uh, and they're like, man, all of Oklahoma's flat. What, what you have to say about that where you live, man? <laughs> that's right. I know. I, I get that a lot as well. You know, you get a lot of the northern and western Oklahoma landscape. People don't realize how pretty and rugged it is down here, and um, just really, really a nice variety of terrain. You know, you have your rolling hills as well as rugged stuff, just kind of whatever you're looking for. It's just really pretty country. Further yeah. south you get, it's just like, just hard to describe. It's really pretty country. Yeah, well, and, and, and I haven't been out there, and I'm going to take you up on that. One day, uh, maybe one Saturday or something, I'll get out there, and we'll go we'll go catch some miles together because uh, uh, I haven't haven't been to the park. But, man, every all the pictures I've seen and everything I've heard, it's a technical rough course. <laughs> sure. It definitely it definitely has some challenges. It was originally uh, designed for, um, well, some hiking and, like, horse trails. So, you know, it gets some use, and it gets, like I say, very rugged in places. Has several good quality climbs, which you know adds to some challenge, and but also some very very nice overlooks and just very very pretty, very scenic. Really surprised you, you don't realize it's just right here. You know I I've even missed some of the beauty of it until like this ran came along and found other areas of the course. You know that I hadn't even ran myself yet, so it's definitely nice. cool. That's cool. And, you know, here in uh, in the Tulsa area, um, like I just this morning, I did my long run at Turkey Mountain. And that's kind of our that's our that's that's our main trail, you know, to get out there and run. And it's pretty uh, it, it's got some rugged, rocky sections and it's uh, it's fun. I'm glad I'm glad we've got it. But uh, but if we didn't have it, man, <laughs> we wouldn't. Well, have. <laughs> I've intended to go check that out numerous times and just never have made it for some reason. I, I see a lot of runs posted up there and. Looks like a good, good little slice there for the Tulsa area. Well, any, anytime you want to come this way on a weekend, man. Most uh, Saturdays, if I uh, if I can, I'm, I'm that's where I'm doing my long run uh, there and near there. So yeah, anytime you this way, man, come come run. Very cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks. I definitely will keep that in mind for the future. Yeah. So so you you said you you've grown up your whole life out there uh in that area and uh so how long have you been a have you considered yourself a a, a runner a runner uh, <laughs> a fun, fun story like probably a typical story i've been you know retracing my step, steps the last couple of days um i actually didn't get back in until about 2011 you know okay. and that that was a break since you know high school junior high era you know i, I tried a few times in the, in between to but never could stick with, you know, a consistent training plan. I really didn't have any, you know, incentive. And just as years progressed and, you know, bad living, unhealthy living, I guess. Um, me and a couple people from work, and um, we got interested and um, started this Couch to 5K program. I'm sure you've heard of that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that along with some inspiration with a buddy from church, um, 
started talking about these 5Ks. So we all, we all got together and um, decided to give it a go, and we were all in, and you know, kind of had a had a commitment group, and and just took it from there. Yeah. So so you ran, you, you did do some running in high school and in school, you you like track or something like that, or uh, yeah, just you know, basic track way back in the day. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just did it for I guess recreation basically. So decided right away I was no sprinter, so I wound up being your mile and two mile man. Yeah. And but reflecting a lot of that that era, uh, I remember a lot of it being basically painful. So really had really had no interest in getting back until you know later in life. And, but that, that's it. Yeah, that's I know when when uh, I wrestled in high school and so running was usually like punishment or just cardio, you know, trying to get conditioning or cut weight, you know. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So, so we, even then you were a long distance guy, one and two miles, huh? <laughs> right on. Yep. <laughs> on the track. Yep. That, that began my checklist of PRs. It started at a mile. Then I had this two mile section I started re- recording and. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. so that that lasted for you know a, a year and well what really got me hooked hooked again was the first 5k that i went to and i, I show up you know intended to well for starters it was besides just a chance to get healthy it was like a outlet for uh recreation for me and my two sons mm. and um so the first event we go to we get ready and i'm i'm looking around i see you know pretty good variety of people young athletic people my age and beyond and um, so as soon as we go, like I, I, I immediately realized how serious these people, these people were. <laughs> so, so the the topper icing on the cake was a guy about my age, um, Tommy Brennan, I guess I can name. But um, he he was a winner, I think, that day. And I saw that guy take off, and just his body, just his um, ambition, and his body just going every every direction. I thought, man, this might be for me. <laughs> <laughs> After round one, I came up with brand new incentive and got focused and really started, you know, enjoying it and drawn to it. Yeah. So, so you did you, you and your son, you did like some five Ks and uh, just kind of, you know, kind of like a lot of us, just kind of jumped into some different races and stuff like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, in our area, we're down here in um, Indian Nation, well, actually Choctaw. And they have a r- wonderful program. It's called a uh, Pace P A C E promoting. Okay communities everywhere and actually they have about 25 to 30 events per year and they'll pay your entry this is like a wonderful wonderful group this wonderful community so like that year and the following two years i did like 28 plus you know it's here just cool. feet and, and just yeah. each year i progress add a few 10ks half marathon then eventually marathon a few years later so no, that's 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 pretty awesome. Yeah. So like like a lot of a lot of uh people listening right now, you uh you 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 got the running bug and and you I guess uh slightly slightly addicted maybe. <laughs> I can say I need to live a more healthy life, so I use this to substitute all the bad decisions I've been putting all my effort into. That's right. If you got to be addicted to something, man, might as well be something healthy and good right. and get out there yeah. and run. <laughs> All in all, it was just really a blessing and really helped me get, you know, direction in life. Yeah, yeah. So what was your first, uh, you know, after doing 5Ks, 10Ks, what was your first uh, marathon? What's the first one you decided to jump into? Okay, so I, so I did a few halves, of course, and um, Oklahoma City, that that would always okay. be you know, the special one to me. It's just the meaning and the crowd. It's just, you know, such a amazing event, this um, I think the first one, well, most of them, you know, it's usually represented by someone from every state and, you know, multiple countries. So that was my first one. I was trained, you know, I was prepared. I'd, I'd gone through all the steps and it wound up being the one in um, 2014 that had the weather delay that um, I don't know if you're familiar with that one. I've heard but, it. I heard a little bit about it, but not. Yeah. So I got up, you know, on time and had my nutrition set, ready to go for that, well, I think, 6 o'clock start. So with weather delay and um, an hour and a half nap in a parking garage and <laughs> a nice. restart and then a, an eventual start, like at 8.45, all my nutrition was gone. The sun popped out. I was wet. Humidity. <laughs> Needless to say, it wasn't my best, best outing. <laughs> so, but you but your first, your first, I mean, the goal is to get it done, you know? That's right. That's yeah. right. Right on. Yeah. 
that that's a um so that's a that's a uh i love that race uh that was my wife's first marathon and uh you know i've gotten to do it uh, a few times over the years and uh you know they 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 changed the you know hopefully we get to run, actually run the chain the final change course at some point you know right on but, but uh, the, I remember the first time uh, – well, the first time I went, I, I was kind of uh, – we were late getting there, and they had already started. So I was – we had to jump in and take off – you know, just get take off, and I did really well. It was I had done the Boston Marathon, but I didn't know that when, when I went back and did it again – I was actually there when they have the the moment of silence, you know, for each of the, right. the people. and that was so um, I don't know heavy man. It was it was it was special, sure. you know. Um, I, so the like I sad to say the first time I didn't I didn't glean the whole uh, weight of it, the meaning of it, and then the second time I got to really experience it, and we had time to go and visit the museum, and um, you know that happened so long ago. I mean, pretty long ago, and but people were, you know, people were lives have been affected by it, and so anyway, it's a, it's a great race. I I think we're gonna as much as we can, we'll run it. Just we did it virtual this year, um, and uh, but you know we'll we'll run it again. <laughs> sure, you bet. That will always be a special one, definitely. Um, I did the same thing. Actually, I didn't get the full meaning until the, uh, I guess my second year, you know, where you go put your, uh, like your bib on the markers at yeah. uh, Memorial. And I'm, so I got a little, little better effect of that the second year. And, um, and, um, actually the, the last year that I ran, it was the new course. And, um, at the expo, one of the ladies, uh, one of the parents of the kid child that was lost in, in it. And, you know, oh, that again, wow. at its even more special meaning, actually two ladies and very, mm-hmm. very interesting. And you get, yeah, yeah. That memorial, um, one of the things that got me was, you know, they have the, the chairs there for the adults that, that were, were killed. And then they have the little chairs for the kids right. and, and that, that got, wow, you know, and, and where people have placed uh, teddy bears or, you know, little things, trinket family members that put things there, you know, just kind of as a memorial, you know, memorial to their loved ones that were lost. And yeah, so it's pretty, it's pretty special, man. So anybody listening that wants to run a good marathon, it's always, it's put on well, it's good. Uh, You get to see the museum after with your bib uh, on. And, and what did you think about the new course? Cause like, so my, my, one of my least favorite parts was running on the lake and I don't know why I think is the wind and stuff. And they took that part out and I ran, it was a modified course, but they were going to change it again to, to finish downtown that I didn't get to do where it finishes actually in the, cause they were still working on it or something. Right. Yeah. Um, It got, it kind yeah. of just basically added a little distance south, you know, and it was a flat part. So it was kind of an improvement to take out part of the, the lake, definitely. <laughs> Regardless of what's going on, that's always a headwind for a good good distance. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, either going out or coming back on that part. Yeah. Not for sure. One more thing back to the memorial, though. The, the lady I met was the, the, the child, Bailey. You probably are familiar with it. The girl, like, on the Time Life magazine that the firefighters carrying out. wound up yeah. being her mom. Oh, like, I was wow. at the expo debating, debating on who to um, run in honor of, and she just happened to stroll by at that time, and I introduced myself, and so that made, like, you know, extreme, extreme connection and very, very nice. Oh, wow, man. That's that. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's cool. Um, so so the first time you did it, uh, besides the 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 delay and uh, you said it was it wasn't the the funnest. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the as smooth as you thought it would be. But how did you I always like to ask, because anytime we kick up, especially to, you know, you've run these other distances and then you then you do a marathon. How did your body respond to it? How did you feel during the first one? Yeah, the first one. Well, um, like I say. I've, I've never been one. I can't, I can never keep it reined in, reined in for any reason, you know? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, I still went out with my, with my gold pace and um, everything was going just fine, but the further it went and the hotter it got and started to get a little depleted and about mile 18, I found myself standing in one spot, just walking around in a circle, trying to get these cramps out of my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Extra <laughs> miles, man. <laughs> so from that point forward, it was a pretty good struggle, but 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 I made it. Uh, and yeah. Praise be accomplishment <laughs> number one. <laughs> it was the first time I got the severe rib cramps afterwards, like when you bend over and it catches like your midsection. I thought yeah. I was having a heart attack. It was like so <laughs> intense. Fortunately, it subsided and, and 
chalk that one up for to experience for yeah for sure. yeah well it sounds like a lot of uh you know, well it's you know when you get dehydrated man your body just uh <laughs> it's just, that's, that's what i did yeah cramp it everywhere <laughs> so uh so after that i mean what what you know a lot of people hear about or they see the videos uh, i've seen videos of like after boston marathon or after marathon people like limping up limping around or limping upstairs and looking all crippled and stuff so people ask me this you know like why would you do that again so you know obviously you've done more marathons and then you decided even to to, to bump it up a little bit, you know, so what inside of you, what inside of us makes us say, Hey, I want to do that again. <laughs> exactly. I get that a lot too. I guess called a ultra amnesia or something. <laughs> Forget this soon. As soon as the pain subsides, you're ready to go. <laughs> it's, it's like having be- a baby or something. You forget. <laughs> okay. uh, right. Exactly. I guess the rewards greater than the pain. So. Yeah, the pain goes away, and you still got that nice little blingy, blingy metal or something, you know. <laughs> Start getting all this positive feedback from everyone and support. You just can't resist. Yeah, yeah. So, what ended up being your first, uh, your first jump at the the ultra distance? Well, um, so I continued with marathons for a few years, and just um, wound up actually coming back and pacing um, like three years in a row at Oklahoma City. I got in with the Red Coyote Pacing Group and Mike Sullivan and just a great group and mm-hmm. there again to support and more stories and as you say ultra stories. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, locally, just the, just a bit south of here is um it's part of the uh, Washita Mountain Chain and yeah. um they Tommy Rennan also hosts a 50k over there every year in um, January. It's another great run you should come check out, kind of similar terrain to this outlaw course. So I, I did that my, was my first ultra, and this kind of this kind of took it from there. Just um, just as the marathons progressed, just um, over time, this kind of started leaning more towards trail. Just found you know more interest in trail and a different kind of run, and so lean more towards those now. I definitely, definitely uh, understand the, the the pull of trails. You know, I run I run roads and do road races. Uh, kind of, kind of, a uh, train train on roads for because it's necessity. You know, and then I I enjoy running like some road races, but man, something about the trails, man. What do you what do you think it is? I don't know that draws us to 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 the trails more than the roads, man. Um, it's it's just a different different type of run, definitely. You know. Maybe a little more therapeutic, uh, not, uh, away from away from society a bit, maybe like uh, yeah. a little more solitude out on the trails and trail races. You know, there's the support, this, which marathons have wonderful support as well. But this uh, degree of aid stations and <laughs> outreach and support, just this great community and atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, and there's something about being out in in nature and God's creation. Just uh, yeah. yeah, just yeah, I, it's it's good, man. It's good. <laughs> Serene, serenity, yeah. definitely. You might, you might might fall and fall on a rock or whatever, but you don't have to worry about getting hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, all that exhaust, all that good business. Oh yeah, man. I uh, I run so early in the mornings around here training that I I, I for like you know there's not a lot of traffic. And the other day I, I ran, it was a little bit later, and uh, I was like, man, I hate it running when there's cars and you know it's just noisy and you know I I take the early mornings when it's still quiet. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so so you bumped up, yeah. So was that that was the Washita switch switchbacks, right? Yes. Uh huh. Nice. So uh, I've heard a lot about that race, and I I I would like to get out there. Oh, I, so I'm, I'm I'm I got your ultra sign up called up right here. So uh, you placed third on your first 50k. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, so every every dog has his day. Sometimes all the features don't show up. So. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, man. Whatever. Uh, no, yeah. No. Um, that's good, man. That's that's awesome. And I heard it's I mean, I heard it's a great race. I need to I need to do that at some point, man. Um that's coming up in January. All right. You doing it this year? I hopefully. I'm, yeah. I'm planning to see if I can get get recovered and get in shape. Okay. Um, back to that race though. Actually, that was the um, the old course. He's kind of had to modify the course a bit. Um and that one it had like um I think 6600 feet of gain per 50k and yeah. um, this course it's just a little different, but it's still, you know, I think around 5,000 feet and goes uh, one section with a huge climb with some switchbacks and 
well, that's the name of the race, switchback. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's still a very nice, very nice course, very well organized. Nice, nice. Well, and I see, I see you went from there, and then you, you, uh, you went out to, you did the Leadville Marathon, uh, um, in sixteen. Also, that's that's pretty. Uh, I haven't been able to run anything Leadville. I've been trying to get into the hundred, but you know, it's getting harder and harder to get into some of those races. How was how was that? How did you handle the um, the altitude and stuff? The altitude. Well, yeah. actually, the rest of that story was um, after my a few marathons, I decided to start a uh, fifty state quest. Actually, ah. or, or, might as well. You know, I've ran two now, so let's go do one in every state while we're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while yeah. we're at it. So, so that was some of the the, the next ones. Um, I did a Prairie Spirit in Kansas and Route sixty six a few times. So, I was. I was like you. I started thinking of the long distance, you know, after reading like Born to Run and all that good stuff. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't make the Leadville hundred, so I thought I would go give the marathon a go and decided right away that the uh you know, a couple week acclimation is, is really a good idea. So man, yeah. it is just tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that whole area, man. I did the um, the um, Silver Heels uh, hundred this this past year in in Fair Play, and it's it's up there at altitude too. And uh, man, the day before we went on a little shakeout run for a few miles, it just like a couple <laughs> three miles, and I was like, man, I'm gonna be in trouble <laughs> tomorrow because it was rough. <laughs> did Did you go up this route the day before as well? Or yeah, up? yeah. I mean, I, I it, you know. Um, I don't know. Some people, you know, and, and I was talking to a guy I was running and it was a guy from France I was running with. And he, he said, uh, you know, how long have you come before? You know, did you uh, terrible accent? Never mind. He said, how long, how long have you, how long did you come before? And I was like, I got here yesterday. And he's like, oh man, he said, uh, I've been here two weeks. And I'm like, well, I, I got to work, man. <laughs> like <laughs> me, my whole running, <laughs> through my running ventures. Um, I, I did the very same thing. Me and a buddy rode up together and we got there the day before. And so we get there and check in and decided to do a shakeout. We made like two blocks from the hotel. My thighs were like on fire. And I'm looking at him. We're both breathing hard. We knew we were going to be in trouble. It's going to be a long day tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, it makes it make it makes a huge. I I I don't know why every time I go in that you know that at altitude, I'm surprised that you know I I, I guess once again we forget you know, but man, it it's rough. It it's you know yeah it's rough. And I, man, for the people that can train you know live near there and train out there, man, they gotta. I mean, no, not 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 being a making excuses or whatever, but they really do have an awesome advantage. Oh, you know, so. yeah, overall advantage anywhere if you can you know train and train in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I see you did a uh, uh, you did the Pumpkin Holler 100K too uh, later that year. So I, so what I'm seeing here on your, on your ultra side up is I'm seeing that same pattern. I mean, you said you were doing the the states thing, but you know you started doing you know a million five Ks and all that, and I see the ultras and it just started racking up. <laughs> it got in my system um, fairly bad, fairly bad, fairly quick, as you can see. Um, yeah, when I reached the uh, ultra or uh, the uh, pumpkin hundred k, that was that was my quest that year was to do my first hundred. So that that was my training route to get to um, Brazos actually that year. So. Yeah, I, I'm looking at and uh, I didn't realize uh, that you did Brazos bins in uh, in Texas that later that year. And uh, man, you crushed it, eighteen thirty three on your first hundred. Man, that's right that's on. awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, um, and looking back, that that was the the best one, best one I've had yet. Um, <laughs> and, but also, there again, the, the best prepared I was for one. You know, as we said earlier, the amnesia kicks in and kind of <laughs> kind of stay disciplined and following a training plan. So. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Do you find like the, the longer that I do this, like uh, and 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 I, I I don't know, you get kind of like okay, I can do it, and then. You, you kind of, I don't know, get maybe get a little confident in, in, in your ability and that you forget the things that you had to do to do it as fat or as well as you did it before, you know, and until yeah. you get in the middle of it, you're like, ah, crud, I should have done more speed work or whatever, you know? Definitely. Um, I think uh, me and John Nobles had a conversation like um, when you're not running consistently, like, well, you, you had to have those ones that beat you up to, to keep you <laughs> keep you in order and keep you committed yeah yeah but, it's uh, true yeah when you get into that when you're suffering more than you uh more than you should uh, yeah yeah um, 
<laughs> so so you did that. So first hundred Brazos been and and that's a that's a that's a good course uh, from what I've heard. I haven't been out there. So how did you uh, how did your body respond to it? I mean, how did you feel after it? Uh, surprisingly well. Um, I, I've actually um, of course in Houston, and um, I did the run. Finished like at two o'clock in the morning, and um, just hopped in the car and drove back home. And I felt <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, that day, but like by that night, the next day, you know, I had the second day soreness, and that was about the source maybe I've ever been after after a run. But um, yeah. actually, actually responded and recovered um, pretty well, actually. Yeah, you know what's funny when you drive away from a race like that afterwards, and you uh, you're good driving, and then you got to stop and get gas or it, something like that. And you, you're gonna get out the car, and you got if you got to walk in and use the bathroom, you look like like you've been beat, you know. It's like, Right on. <laughs> yeah. Can't walk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, guys, here's a reminder that this podcast is brought to you by Runner's World Tulsa. The fine folks there, man, they'll take care of you and all of your needs. And I want to tell you about a race they've got coming up. You want to bring in the new year like a runner? Well, you can race into the new year. <laughs> Put on by Runner's World Tulsa. It's a 5K. Uh, man, it's a it's a party, all right? It's it's a good one. The event's going to be put on um, River West Festival Park at 2100 South Jackson, Tulsa. Go to the website and check that out. They're going to celebrate with a 5K. It's going to be chip time. It starts at 1145 p.m. and allows most runners to run from one year to the next. And uh, all the registered participants receive a race shirt, snacks after the race, get a medal. Man, it's a healthy, fun way to start the new year. There's going to be a party. There's going to be hats and noisemakers. And, and all that stuff. So check that out, guys. You can find more out more about it by going to www.runnersworldtulsa.com. Now, back to Marcus. Evidently, um, I mean, by then you had done some other races and stuff, and you, you, you're training with some other people or, you know, you're running with other people and asking questions. What did you do? It's I'm always curious for people, for you, because mine has changed so much. So for your first a uh, hundred miler. How did you handle your like your nutrition and things like that? How did you handle you know taking care of yourself during the race? And because then I ask you, I'm going to ask you after that, what do you do different now? But but how did you handle that one? Right on. Well, that that was one like many that that don't go according to plan. Um, <laughs> I just got I had a I just got a brand new handheld, and um, so as I left the hotel that morning, I had my handheld with like three goos in it sitting on inside the hotel i got to the run just realized i left that hotel <laughs> <laughs> golly that stinks man <laughs> so I was, it was about my least repaired prepared um at, at the start so i wound up finding like this kind of disposable um i don't even know what it what it is a water bottle and i just took off carrying some waters and a couple of goos and some, those little wafers the uh, waffles uh, yeah those are sunny stinger waffles or something right on yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I didn't have the best game plan for the first one. Actually, you know, I just tried to consistently take in calories and goos. You know, they go they go south pretty quick, and just try to get as much nutrition as you can in and drink drink plenty. Yeah. Well, good thing about uh, ultra uh, aid stations is you always got there's usually plenty of. Plenty to choose from, you know. Plenty, yeah. of, plenty of uh, different kinds of foods and and stuff like that. You can that yeah, way if you're if you forget something, you you can get by a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can really carry a minimal amount, you know, especially later in the run. This you're so so close together, you know, your aid stations. Yeah. Did you um? So for that one, did you carry a pack or anything, or you just you were doing handheld stuff? Just handheld, like there, the uh, aid stations are fairly close, so okay, you know, there's really no need for the. Um, pack and also it was a very cool cool time of the year so yeah pretty minimal okay well you 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 kind of like my first one of course it was a little distance between the aid stations but man i'm carrying a pack i got stuff all over the place and then here's marcus carrying a water bottle (laughs) (laughs) got my bottle i remember the race director uh rob going he saw me on the second round he he, he commented that I was unique from what he'd what he'd seen. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like a jab, man. Unique. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so just keep moving forward. Yeah, that's that's funny. That's awesome. So how do you uh so so that was then that was in 2016. You if you're going in, I know every race is a little bit different, but what are you, what are, how are you handling like your nutrition now? What what do you do differently now? Well, um, you you know how it goes. I'm sure with long stuff, you try to find something agreeable, you know, for for all day. Yeah. So um, originally, well, I've I've gone through all of it actually. You know, tailwind, heed. Gatorade, Powerade, and um, it like the goose, it kind of just all goes south, you know, about six yep. hours into running. Just basically from there, you know, just water and what nutrition that'll agree with you. Yeah. I know deeper into the runs, like whole food really becomes more valuable. So quesadillas, they're wonderful <laughs> like, as the sun starts going down. Yeah. Order <laughs> those late night. Yeah. Do you eat? Do you eat pretty uh, 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 like healthy on a normal basis? Are you uh, a healthy eater? Actually, yeah. I've kind of restructured my diet the past few years. Um, basically plant based. Um, okay. My goal to go all plant based, but I've had to add. Couldn't couldn't get the nutrition I was needing, so I added like fish, fish, and some dairy and eggs. And yeah. So in general, I try to eat clean and healthy. Well, and, and the reason I ask is because, uh, well, right, I'm not doing it right now. I, uh, after my last race, I kind of started pigging out and never stopped. I got to get back on it for my next race, but <laughs> yeah, I think we, we take the reward for too many days afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, I just ran whatever, you know, it's like, I, I just keep, I'll leave it. yeah, but I normally eat pretty, you know, normally pretty healthy. Like I don't drink uh, Coke or anything like that, but on a race, man, like, um, you said quesadillas uh, at night when it's cold, especially like uh, that that uh, chicken broth, and then uh, man, a shot of Coke. I don't drink sodas normally, but 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 uh, that Coke at night, that little rocket fuel, you know, I call it. Right <laughs> yeah, I, back to Brazos. I know I drink probably a couple two liters of Coke in the <laughs> evening as well. Uh, well, all you had was a bottle, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get what I could, huh? You had to get what you could at the aid stations. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so, so you 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 re- you recovered pretty good. You got sore and stuff, but um, and 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 you obviously, you know, although it was uh, it you know, it was a tough race. I mean, hundred miles are tough. You know, I mean, no matter what, even you, you know, if you if you go out there and crush it. But uh, you went back to Brazos Benz, I see, and 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 you've con- you continued on doing. Doing hundreds. I mean, you just, you know, decided to keep keep running long. <laughs> right on. Um, actually, one of the last ones I went to, me and a buddy rode together and um, on the trip. That's what we discussed. You know, we may, may as well get our money's worth while we're, while we're putting out such an effort. Then on the way back, when we were hobbling around the gas station, we looked at each other thinking that may not be the best, best idea. <laughs> uh, truthfully, uh, re- lately, just uh, lately, I've kind of had some injury issues i yeah. guess my body's kind of in rebellion but kind of working through some of those and well in fact that that second brazos i was recovering from a piriformis and some hamstring issues and they kind of keep recurring like i'm working through some right now as well yeah same same thing piriformis right and uh well actually it's beginning early summer this year wound up with the uh, plantar plantar fasciitis yeah 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 uh, it comes and goes. Um, I think I'll be over it, and next thing you know, it pops back up. So. Oh man, we, I, I I never. Um, so it's funny because most people, um, I never heard of uh, like like piriformis, you know, and then and then I heard of it, and it seems like everybody I knew was dealing with it at one time, you know. Yeah, yeah and then same thing, uh, plantar fasciitis. Um, so this is funny, and and and, and okay, um, this is not a medical opinion, so don't don't do this, but I felt it. I started having it one time, and it was bothering me, and I was training for a hundred. And I went run the hundred anyway and did well on the hundred and I never felt it again. So it's like the hundred miler cured it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what you needed is to go That's my story. That's my story. Mine definitely comes and goes. And I keep nursing it and rolling, you know, with like frozen water bottle, et cetera, and taping. Yeah. But hopefully it'll correct, get corrected here sooner or later. Yeah, it's it's a um it's an interesting thing because what we're you know the 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 distances we're running it's it, it's you know we want to run them well so we got to find that balance in in training and recovery and exactly 
you know, um, it's it's not an easy thing. And, and brother, we aren't spring chickens anymore. <laughs> exactly. No doubt. <laughs> I hear you. I've, I've, I've been the world's worst. I'm sure you too, taking time off or proper recovery time. That's always been one of my biggest hangups. You're afraid to lose where you're at. And, but yeah, you you got to remind yourself recovery is part of it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, hats off to you as well. Speaking of hundreds, I see you had some awesome ones on your um, ultra sign up. Oh, man. I just, uh, the fast guys didn't show up. <laughs> oh, they blew up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I got you, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, you know, um, I just I enjoy the uh, the process um, of of you know having a goal race and then and then training for it. Do you do you? Um, I don't know. Is that is that part of what you enjoy? Do you enjoy like that setting the 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 goal race and then and then training for it? Yeah, you bet. You know, it kind of gives you a platform, kind of some accountability to follow and kind of keep us motivated for sure. But yeah. sure, and then the accomplishment when we do make it to race day. Yeah. Do you uh? So like, if you have a race, do do are you uh kind of a numbers guy? Do you like plan out your race? Do you do do you spread? I mean, plan out your training. Do you spreadsheet it out, or do you have like a how do you, how do you go about planning for your your goal races? You know, like training for anything like marathon, etc. Well, mostly mostly for your any ultra that you're gonna sign up for. Do you do you lay it all out ahead of time? Um, not, not thoroughly, you know, I, I try to just get to a point and just kind of go with what my body will allow, you know, kind of re- reach this like consistent 50 plus milers, you know, for a good period, peaking at, you know, around 60, probably say a month, a month away from game day. And then just kind of taper, taper from there, you know, back down to 50, 40. Yeah. Do you do much? Mo- do you do kind of like where you do a lot of your training on uh you have to run roads during a week and hit the trails on weekends like like a lot of us? Right. Yeah, it's pretty pretty typical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, like I said, I think my body's kind of in rebe- rebellion right now. So, um anytime you see me on the bike, I'm going through some injuries, so I've been on the bike a lot the last 3 months and <laughs> limited yeah. running actually. So Yeah. Well, that's that's um you know, uh, anybody that listens uh, like a lot of to the the podcast and the midweek motivations, one of the things that that, you know, because I've had knee surgeries in the past um, and, and people always say, oh, because of your running. And I'm like, no, because I because the first time was jujitsu and the second time I was jumping on a trampoline. So nothing to do with running. You know, it's like <laughs> running's good for your knees if you do it right. That's right. what I say. So but um, but, you know, even in rehabbing those are or, or when I've had injuries, you know, man, I, I, I always preach, man you know, do what you can, you know, until you, until you can keep, keep as much as you can and, and, you know, keep your body as strong as you can. Cause man, that, uh, that slippery slope, man, to get it, you know, to get, get, get your fitness back and all that, you know, uh, you, you, you dig yourself in a pretty good hole if you don't do anything. (laughs) Sure. Definitely. What, What have you found works well for you for, um, cross training or alternative training? Yeah, I do. No, I do. I, I do mostly, you know, running, but I like I enjoy going to the gym and uh, and, and lifting weights and things like that. And like when my knee was uh, messed up, that was tough because I couldn't uh, I couldn't run or bike. And so uh, luckily I, this was when I was still in Louisiana. The gym had this uh, I've never seen anything like it. It was this it was a big rope that it was it was a, a big um, a big loop and it went through a, a pulley and you could set the tension on it and I could use my arms and just it was an endless rope I could just keep pulling it gotcha. and they also had a hand cycle that I could do a little bit of cardio but I, I couldn't do a whole lot so I just worked a lot on like when I was you know out I just worked a lot on my core and trying to get everything else ready so when I could run again you know sure. um, I actually gained some too much muscle weight but it you know it came off when i when i started running again so (laughs) yeah what what about you besides bike um that's that's the that's the majority of it and you know maybe just a little core work just body resistant stuff but um i I do enjoy the bike once you know when i take the time to get on it instead of running but you know you kind of get into some different muscle groups and build up those supportive muscles but um yeah. Like you say, when you get back to running, you realize pretty quick what you're lacking in your cardio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your exactly. lungs don't get the same benefit for sure. 
Yeah, I wish. Um, and and it's still not out of, out of out of out of the realm of possibility for me because they built a, a a nice aquatic center here, and I would love. I, I don't know how to like try guys like to 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 really swim like for a try. I can swim, but not like race Fish swim. Way. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was trying to race, I just I'd I'd look ridiculous. <laughs> I understand that one. Yeah. Uh, me and me and a couple of buddies were on that same path at one point trying to get in the try try yeah. business. <laughs> that was the biggest hindrance. I can't I flat cannot swim or I can't <laughs> swim efficiently. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we, every, every every lap, you know, I'd take off and by the end of the lap I'd just be out of breath and couldn't maintain my mechanics and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's tough, man. And, and so I don't know. I, I think it'd be a good, it's good cross training. You just have to, you know, I don't know. You just have to learn definitely. how to do it right. <laughs> yeah, it definitely gets into some different muscles, muscles as well. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you've, uh, I mean, you, I know you're dealing with, with injuries and stuff right now, but man, I, I'm looking and you've, you know, you've managed to, over the years, over the, since you started running, you've, you managed to do, you know, quite a few races. And then, of course, Jeremy, decides to do the outlaw out there and uh tell me about i know you trained out there but tell me about your first experience running the outlaw course because a lot of people and that that weren't familiar with it got out there and they were like oh my gosh you know that's a technical course and and not a lot of it's runnable but you having trained at you know a lot of part of it what was your you know impression of of the race um the the, the race itself well for starters you know very very well held event very Alicia and Jeremy did a wonderful job, but um, back to the course, um, I got confirmation on how tough it was when I got some feedback from Tommy Brennan, the host of the Washita uh, Switchbacks, and yeah. he was he he was shocked by how how rough it was, <laughs> but um, def- definitely rugged, and like you said, a lot of people were surprised when when they got there again, expecting you know. Oklahoma, flat Oklahoma, and definitely weren't expecting that type of terrain, and just a lot of ruggedness, big climbs, big rocky climbs, and just, yeah. I don't know, really doesn't hurt to train on it for yeah. some before you get started. I, I- it is. It, I think it's kind of, um, you know, when you, when you go into a race and you're not um, – for me and maybe for others too, uh, when you go into a race and you're expecting one thing, you're expecting maybe like, like a flat Oklahoma race. But if you go into it knowing, uh, that it's going to be a grind like that, that one I went do silver heels, I just knew it was going to be a grind. I just, like right. I went in knowing and, and, uh, you know, and it was, it was a grind. Um, and so, um, you know, if you, I think if you go into it with that mentality, you know, and that, hey, I'm going to be power hiking quite a bit or it's just going to be the nature of the race. It helps. Um, exactly. You find you find that. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an advantage to have a little, you know, knowledge beforehand. <clears throat> yeah. And um, and so now so the first year of the course, uh, you know, you 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 want it. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh-huh. and, and, and that was in uh, what uh, what was your time on that? Like 29? 29. Yeah, yeah 29 well. hours. So that's when you know it's a, a so you know <laughs> you got you get to you got to train on the uh, you know partially on the course and and you want it. I mean that's just, that just speaks and you're you're a strong runner and that speaks to the the toughness of the course. And uh, so I found it hilarious after that uh Jeremy decides he's going to he's going to do a 135 as well while we're there. You know, plenty of quesadillas and coke so let's, let's stand up or not. You have to spend 4 days out there, man. What the And then wait, not only does he decide to do it, but you decided that you're going to do it. Well, sure. <laughs> why, not? why not? Why not? It's there. It's, uh, but back back to Jeremy. He, he hit it spot on. I think he had it estimated at maybe 30% runnable and that's probably not far from the truth. Maybe wow. maybe a little more, yeah. but uh, but also as me and Cheryl decided, maybe that's the first round. It kind of decreases each with each loop. It's a little less than thirty percent runnable. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, because once once your legs start getting tired, uh, you know the the spots where you're tiptoeing about on rocks or whatever, you just you don't you don't have that same uh, <laughs> same a- agility in the next next loops. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So, but, but, but you did the 135 and you, you, you won that one too. And, and, uh, you know, that, that, that must have been a grind. (laughs) (laughs) 
Definitely it was. I remember uh, commenting to Jeremy at the aid station. I think I was at mile 40. I said, 40 down, um, only what, 85 to go. <laughs> he said, that sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds terrible. He turns around and walks off. <laughs> well, you got to be careful when you, st- like, I, like, when you think that and then you say it out loud. And like, I, I've said stuff like that before. I only have, like, I remember the Tahoe 200. I'm like, at the halfway point, I was like, uh, I, I was at 101 and I had 104 to go. I was like, 104 to go. Lord have mercy. <laughs> like, It'll get you down. <laughs> Progress in some form, huh? Yeah, yeah. Back to Tahoe for one second, though. Um, yeah, what's on that? That's a oh, thanks, man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It was um, well, and I was gonna bring up the mentality, like, man, even like for those. The, these races even a hundred miler you know it's, it's especially like in tahoe and and stuff you've got to i mean you can't be thinking of of everything you've got left you know <laughs> you it, you've got to break it down to that next aid station or that next you know piece because um uh, i don't know i'm not mentally strong enough to think i've got a hundred miles left and i'm already burnt you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you know? <laughs> Can't, I can't do that in my head, you know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you get to the point where you had to start considering sleep, factor in sleep at some point. And did yeah. you? Uh, did you sleep much? Not, not a, but probably about three and a half hours. Uh, I, I should have slept more. I should have slept earlier and maybe a little bit more because I, I wasted a lot of time. You said uh, at your first marathon you were walking in circles, cramping. <laughs> I was, uh, I was zigzagging on the trail, falling asleep, oh, <laughs> so no. just not even, you know, barely moving forward and just kind of st- stumbling. And I mean, I wasted so much time trying to, you know, stay awake. And and if I'd have just taken a good nap at, you know, uh before it got to that, I'd have been a lot, a lot better shape. And, uh, I know some people can run the whole thing without sleeping, but, uh, um, uh, I don't think I can. I, it's just not, you know, some people just do better without sleep. And, uh, I, for hundreds, how, how do you, do you feel like you do like for a hundred miler into the night? Um, do you do pretty well at night or do you, you get tired or, um, pretty well, you know, it's like the marathon, you have your roller coaster, you're just up and down, like yeah. this kind of comes and goes. But uh, the benefit of the hundreds, you know, you can pick up a pacer at some point, and that really yeah. goes a long way through the nighttime hours to keep you keep you focused. Yeah. yeah. Do you try to always do a, a get a pacer uh, for for your hundred miles or more? Um, the first the first few I didn't, or, or if they're away, you know, very far, I, I usually don't. But yeah. I care usually works pretty well. I can find a few guys willing to come join me. Yeah, that's the other beauty of the ultras. You know, there's just such so many awesome people out there ready to jump in there and help you fight the fight the fight, and it just really makes it awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I, I ran my first one with a pacer, and I've done I've done a lot without pacers. Um, I've done I've done a couple with, but I've done a lot, and some of my faster ones without pacers, and and for there's it, I don't know for part of me is almost like a little bit of I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not saying this is a positive thing, but a little pride, like, oh, I already without a pacer. But, but man, I, I, uh, there's been a lot of times where I sh- probably should have, like, I'd have done so much better if I'd have had a pacer. And, um, like, even for these, these, the 200s, um, that I, that I'm going to be doing, you know, for the Triple Crown, I, I'm going to get, I want to try to get some pacers, you know, um, just for sure. morale, safety. Um, you know, just to, to, to help, um, uh, have you, have you ever met the, I'm sure you heard the name Dave box. You, you ever met Dave box? I've never met him. I've, I've, you know, heard, heard the name. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get him on the podcast. We'll see if we can, if I can get him on. Cause, uh, we've got, yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Stevens is always calling us out. Uh, the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> is that guy, is he coming back to outlaw? I think, he, I think he's doing the 135 this year. Yeah, he, he's a he's a good guy, man. I don't know if you uh, – I did a podcast episode with him. I like him, and he, he just loves that healthy competition, you know, and he's, he's always uh, – I'm going to let him know we talk, talked about him a little bit. He's going he's gonna to get a kick out of it, but he, he – uh, yeah, he, he's always just he, – he likes that, just some healthy competition, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, I was at um, Pumpkin that year that you and Dave, you and Dave were there. I yeah. came up and paced the guy a lap and I okay. guess never never saw y'all, but was there yeah. weekend. Well and, and that was one of the times like uh I was I, and I wasn't um I wasn't racing hard. 
uh, I mean, I was racing, I was racing, but I, I, I didn't have that. I don't know. There was something in me that, uh, I, maybe I was tired a little bit. I didn't push as hard as I could have. And when, uh, you know, Dave picked up his pacer, he, um, you know, he pulled away from, you know, I was chasing him the whole time and then he pulled away. And I, you know, that, that's when I started really questioning, you know, I bet you if I'd have had a, you know, a pacer, right. I'd have been, uh, had that little extra, you know, motivation and somebody to keep my mind off of the pain and, and everything else. And, um, so, um, you know, anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, it, it adds logistics to it and it adds, you know, when you worry about your, you know, meet exactly. your pacer and all that stuff. But, but I think it's a, um, I think it's a good thing, you know, especially if it's, if it's allowed at, at races. So I, I don't know, I think I'm going to probably be including that more often. And, uh, it's always, always fun to get to share some miles with folks too. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, you kind of mixed emotions on it. Sometimes I prefer to not, you know, this depending on the situation, but definitely have, there's a place for them and at certain, certain races. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, when I, I went to uh, Prairie spirit, it was kind of, um, and I did well as my fastest hundred miler. And I just showed up with my drop bags and I right didn't off. have to worry about a crew <laughs> or, you know, worry about meeting anybody. I'm just, doing my thing you know it's like <laughs> uh, yep it was yeah. simple simple <laughs> you know? it takes one one area uh, one factor out of it without yeah. having on for sure yeah so when 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 you're running marcus and 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 uh, at night uh, and so you know we talked a little bit about and for hundreds i don't get too sleepy at night anymore you know i'm pretty good at just kind of that first that one night uh, when it gets into another night, that's a different story. But I, I'm usually pretty good at you know running the hundred without getting sleepy. But how do you handle, um, you know, when when your your mind starts getting negative? And, and let me ask this: Do you? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but do you do like me? Like pretty much every hundred miler, just about every ultra, there comes a point in time where I'm asking, why in the world am I doing this? This really sucks right now. <laughs> it's like <laughs> definitely. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you talk yourself out of that? You definitely go through those low spots. Definitely for sure. And, um, that's, that's one, one of the times that I find myself, you know, closer to, closer to God and feels like time alone with him. And that's when I really seem to lean on him more and kind of re- reach out to him. Definitely. When you're in those low spots and yeah, usually this perseverance, um, you'll eventually, uh, you know, work your way through it. But, yeah. They get pretty trying, definitely. I know during the 135, like through about mile 80 or 90, I was convinced that uh, the 100 was just, that's all I could do. Just, you know, yeah. I couldn't do it. And then next morning, just perseverance again. And <clears throat> sun comes up, another pacer hops up, and you're like revived and <clears throat> ready to go. Just, just like life. Just, you just have to be patient sometimes and work through the struggle, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's another positive thing for a pacer. You can't let your pacer down. They showed up to pace you. You got to keep going. Right. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, I picked up a pacer this year. Um, his guy, his guy wound up dropping, and I saw him standing there. I said, "Come on, man, you're with me." So, uh, up, that's uh, awesome. Pick up a spare. <clears throat> <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> what other sports could you be standing around and somebody end up pacing somebody for twenty miles or something? You know? Exactly. <laughs> I know that that it, it's it's just amazing. You know, it it's beneficial to us. You know, you get some long, awesome, awesome outing for some long, long mileage. Yeah. Like uh, this one thirty-five, John Nobles came down and he paced me for you know two laps, starting at dark till the next morning at daylight. To, like how many people? What are, again? Like you say, what other sport would you find that kind of sacrifice to come out yeah. and help you along and keep you going? Yeah, I, I got to get John on the podcast, man. And, and, and I, I, I need to talk to him because, man, I, I, my heart broke for him because he, he got into Western States and then <laughs> they had canceled it this year, man. That stinks. I know it. I hear you. Well, that was part of his training. He came and joined me. He had ran the switchbacks the same year and um, the other one over that way. And he was he was really prepared, getting some mileage, mileage in. And <clears throat> oh, man. For him yeah. Until it fell apart. Yeah, I've I've got to share some miles with him and um and and some others and uh, good runners, good guys, strong runners, man. He's they 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 hit some of those uh there's there's one other set of trails out here that um <clears throat> him and uh, Justin Franklin showed me um it's the uh, the Chandler Chandler Wilds they call it and yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you got to know where you're going uh and I actually I w- I lived uh just a few miles from it before I knew it was there and when they they sh- you know showed me around a little bit and it's it's some tough 
tough, gnarly trails, but boy, it was good. And, uh, it's always good to share miles with, with, you know, you know, just, just good people, like-minded people, you know, sure thing. Yep. That's one another good thing about the running community. You know, it doesn't take many interactions to get close to some people and shared interests and, some about suffering together. I don't know, man. Yeah, right on. <laughs> bonding, bonding opportunities. That's it. That's right. That's right. So uh, you're 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 fighting through some uh, some injuries and stuff right now, trying to trying to recover. What's what's your goals for? I mean, 2020. I, I see you got a few races in, which, man, that's you even got you know the 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 outlaw the 135 and all. What, what's your goal for 2021, man? You got anything you just that you got to get done? Um. <clears throat> Uh, again, just trying to work my way through some injuries, and yeah. hopefully everything comes to, together. Maybe, maybe try the switch. Hopefully, try the switchbacks next month, and just kind of, kind of for a test. Like I'm still getting some mileage in, and just seeing what, seeing what my body will allow. And oh, hopefully, maybe the uh, Outlaw 100, maybe just go back to the 100 next year. Yeah, if all goes well. But on the flip side of that, as me and buddy talked, I could get back into my 5K mode. You know, that's always the option. Just work on speed, short stuff, bike, short stuff. And <laughs> yeah. That's the option, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you if you could pick a, a, any 100-miler that, like, like you just – you would love to be able to do, you know, in, in wherever, man, what, what would you what would you pick? Um, probably, probably like most people, you know, of course, Western States is always, yeah. always on the list and I've, I've entered that lottery a few times and haven't made it. And I've just about taken Leadville off after the two other, um, altitude attempts that <laughs> it's still up there somewhere, maybe someday. Yeah. Yeah. How well, about uh, you? well, you're on. Oh your yeah. I, I still, I still want to do, uh, do Leadville and, uh, man, there's just so many of them I'd like to jump in on, you know, um, you know, I got to do Western States. I'll probably still enter here and there next few years are going to be hard because of the, you know, um, the lottery is going to be huge, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't mind going to, I lived in Hawaii for a year, and so I wouldn't mind going uh, get, just beat myself up on the Hurt 100 Hurt course 100. and do that. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> you know? Um, that, coincidentally, I just I had the girl that won that um, this year, um, Anna Albrecht, I believe is her name, and uh, she was down last year and did our first version of the uh, Dark and Dirty uh, 50k, and she was first overall. Really? She, she went. She won the. Uh, uh, her her this year so. that's awesome man that's cool yeah. yeah dark and dirty is another i mean it's the same it's it's on the it's the same is it the same course as, as the same um, part of the course or it's a different area except part of it it's actually just a 5k loop you know that we you just repeat yeah uh, some of the rougher sections actually it's another very technical rough rough and rugged course but nice good event Still do it at night <laughs> <laughs> right on yeah for july it's 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 a good idea for not, but it still stays pretty, pretty warm. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need to, uh, that, that's, that's one I need to put on my radar for, uh, for part of my training. And so, uh, I may, I may come out there for that, man. That would be fun. That would be good. Sure. It's a great group, great group of people come up, yeah. come up for it. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, Jeremy and all them. That yeah, I, I'm I'm any anything any race uh, the Outlaw 100 crew's putting on, I'll, I'll be glad to jump in on. That's good. Sure. Oh, congrats again for your um. What was this last last event at Thunderbird? Oh, that that's a yeah. You should you should uh. You, that's a great course, and I think he's gonna ex you know extend it out. But man, that was a fun course. It, it wasn't um it wasn't super rocky, and you could just kind of cruise. Man, it was good. Right on cruise control, huh? Yeah, kinda, yeah. Kinda, was it kind of similar to uh, the Stillwater event? Um, oh, which country? one? Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was similar to that. Uh, Lake McMurtry, uh, they had one section. Did you have you run Lake McMurtry? A, a few years ago. Uh-huh. Okay, we might have. I wonder if we were at that one. I did that one. No, I, I think it was like a year or so earlier, maybe the okay. year before. Okay, gotcha. Because I I went and did it, and um, it, yeah, I think they had one little section that was a little maybe rocky on Lake where we where we ran across a levee, and we did a back section that that Jeremy had had. It was anyway, it was real fun, but it, a lot of the course was like that front front section of Lake McMurtry, just um. So that's what the, the Thunderbird was a lot like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Pretty runnable. Yeah. Good race and. Uh, I think next year he's going to include, uh, cause of COVID they tried to keep the aid stations minimal, you know, and, 
so next year, if we're COVID free, I think he's going to try to extend it to run more uh, along the lake, which the lake is is beautiful out there. It's a it's oh, a beautiful cool. area. So yeah, highly recommend that man if you can get out there uh, to do. I'll, I'll I'll be back if I can. You know, if it works in my my schedule, I'll be back. <laughs> sure, me and a buddy we had it on our potential list for this fall, and I looked up and it sold out, and I, I realized I wasn't quite in ready anyway, so we kind of yeah. passed on it this year. Yeah, and, yeah. and that and his uh, his medals are really cool too. They're big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> That's where a lot of it's at the bling, the bling. Yeah. Uh, That's uh, it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Hope next year, hopes and prayers. You know, praying wholeheartedly that this vaccine will work out. Maybe we can get back on track with a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's some sort of normalcy. Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting time, and and uh, you know. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, I, from, from everything I've seen about you, you're a man of faith, and I've just had to, you know, um, be smart. But uh, my my faith is in the Lord, so I just I just trust Him, and and you know, I'm gonna use the wisdom He gave me, but uh, I'm not gonna live in fear, you know. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, it's life life goes on. Can't definitely can't live in fear. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, I, I man, I. It's so good to get to 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 see your face. I know people listening to the podcast won't get to see you. But it was good to, to to talk with you, man, and just uh, just just share a little bit of our our love for running. And uh, I, with you being this close, yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be at a race together soon. You know, if if uh, sure thing, man. yeah, and um and and I I do mean it. I I would like to go train out there um at some point. I'll I'll give you a heads up, and if you're healed up, um we'll 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 share some miles something go kick some rocks <laughs> <laughs> you bet yeah um, besides the trail section out there you know there's lots of opportunities for road and you know other other opportunities Just beautiful come on down man put it on the put it on the list all right i i, I will and and then we'll, we'll I, I no doubt we'll share some miles together be good <laughs> yeah Wonderful. well man uh you take care and uh you know we'll we'll talk again soon brother okay man well, i appreciate it very much all right thanks so much for being on the podcast marcus you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much.